This is an original podcast from the Jack Radio Network. Discover more on Jack Radio Player. This is Dead British. One brave improviser has no idea which character from history they're about to play, but thankfully, our interviewer knows everything about them. I am Jenny Rowe and every episode we use a high-tech cloning lab to bring back a character from British history. Due to this process, some or all of our historical characters' memories might have been affected. So although I know who I'm about to talk to, they don't. So here, finding out who they are at the same time you do, they're British, they were dead. Please welcome Isaac Newton! Hello, it's me, Isaac Newton. <laughs> Isaac is, of course, known as a mathematician, physicist and astronomer who was described in his time as a natural philosopher most famous for theorising the three laws of motion and discovering the laws of gravity. He was a key figure in the scientific revolution of the 17th century. Isaac, welcome! E physics. <laughs> Absolutely, and physics, what a game, eh? It's a game of two halves, that's what they say. Yeah, what are those two halves, Isaac? The first half and the second half. Absolutely. Now, Isaac, you're pretty famous for a lot of things. I mean... Three laws of motion, not just one, not just two, but three laws of motion. Um, maybe you could just fill us in. First law of motion. If something goes up, it's got to come down. Second law of motion. If it starts off fast, it's going to go faster. Third law of motion. Don't look at it. Fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. And of course, there's the bonus law, isn't there? Yeah, there's the bonus law, which is, uh, ha, you looked at it. Absolutely. What did I just tell you? You looked at it. You weren't even listening. That's the law. And of course, uh, you know, what happens if somebody looks at the, at the bonus law? You'll turn into stern. Into? Stern. Stern. Which is Yorkshire for stone. Oh, stone. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got these laws, these uh, laws of motion, and they help you arrive at your theory of gravity, um, which you use to help you calculate the mass of planets uh, and theorise about how tides work. So, Isaac, planets, what's your favourite planet? My favourite planet is Saturn, because that's the one with the rings in that. Absolutely. I mean, it, yeah, I think it's, it's everybody's favourite. Although we have a couple of planets um, that have come in tonight who are just going to uh, uh, say hi, because you, you know them both. Hi, I'm Mars. Uh, hello, I'm Uranus. I'm very warm. Um, I just, all the time, can't regulate. <laughs> I, I am... Well, I'm just frankly offended that I'm not your favourite planet. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit sad about it, actually. I might fall out of orbit into the sun. How would you like that, Isaac? It's, it's quite shocking to me to learn that planets have immersions. I, I, it's the laws of motion, not the laws of immersion. I immersion. Immersion? Immersion. It's difficult for me to tell with your impenetrably thick accent. We talked about planets and we talked about tides. How exactly do tides work, Isaac? Okay, well, you know how I mentioned looking at something? Mm -hmm. If you look at the tide and then turn away, if you look back 12 hours later, the tide will be gone. That's because you turned back and looked. 
So if I hadn't looked, the tide wouldn't have gone out or come back in. Have you heard of something called Schrodinger's cat? I have. Well, Schrodinger's my dad. And he had a cat and, and he put it in a box. And then I looked away, I looked back and the cat was gone. That was Schrodinger's cat. Wow, I didn't realise you had such a, a scientific family. That's amazing. Yes, my dad, Jeremy Schrodinger, always used to say to me, stop looking, son, you'll only get bad news. That's what he used to say. And that's how I came up with my bonus law. <laughs> which, uh, which, of course, as we know, is... You looked, you looked. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? You're grounded. Go to your room. That's the law. Law number four, you heard it here first, folks. No, that's the bonus law we talked about earlier. Uh, absolutely the bonus law. The bonus law. Go to your room, you're grounded. This is why your mother left. Now, Newton, if I could move you on a little bit. We have, uh, we've found out that you also studied the occult and you were particularly preoccupied with alchemy and the idea of discovering the Philosopher's Stone, um, which, uh, which you could turn base metals into gold. Yeah, I attempted to smelt the DVD edition down, <laughs> but uh, all that came out was some chrome and silver, which are the main two elements in a DVD. Don't fact check me on that. I've just come back through time and my brain's a bit scrambled, but I tried to make gold and it didn't work. I smelted down 10,000 copies of the Philosopher's Stone on DVD, and you know what I got? A lifetime ban from Blockbuster. <laughs> Well, uh, you'll be pleased to know that now in the future that a blockbuster video no longer exists. Eee. So. <laughs> Thank you for that. Do you like gold? Oh, I, I, mean, I love gold, of course. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely metal. There was a time in my life where I stopped being a physicist and due to my love of gold, I became an old-timey prospector. Did you? Yeehaw, etc. No, it's it's true. I moved out to the uh, I moved out to California, and I became an old timey prospector. Grew a big moustache and started mining for gold in them thy hills. That's the end of my story. Well, I really want to delve into one particular subject, and that is gravity. Now, uh, Newton, um, you've often told a story about how this theory of gravitation was formulated by watching an apple fall from a tree. But the idea that the apple hit you on the head is a myth, is that right? Yeah, it didn't hit me on the head. Uh, it hit me in my soul. <laughs> and how exactly, how exactly does an apple hit you in the soul? I was lying there and I thought to myself... I wonder what would happen if I moved west to California and became an old-timey prospector. Because you know about my love for gold. So I were out there looking, looking towards the sun and the clouds, and all of a sudden, the apple fell into my soul. I hope that answers your question. Pretty clearly, actually. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and, uh, it, just, it just fell from... fell and hit you in the soul and that was that that were it that I'm not that. talking about the soul of my foot by the way no. I don't want any comedic misunderstanding here I'm talking about the soul inside me the soul of my spirit you, you, do you find yourself spiritual? I do find myself spiritual uh, my father used to say to me son you look sad that's the gravity of the situation bringing you down that's your soul being weighed down by the fact that you drove your mother away that's very sad and very, very touching. I had a difficult childhood. <laughs> Isaac, you're bringing us down, me and your dad. You're bringing us really down, lad. Like, really down. So far down. 
so far down that we could be in the core of the Earth. Well, if the Earth has a core, we don't know yet. No, it's probably flat. <laughs> Mum, Dad, Jeremy Schrodinger and Moira Schrodinger. That's pe- right, it's us, the Schrodingers. Jeremy and Moira. Moira and Jeremy. I would just... I, I was just hoping that this wouldn't drive the family apart. I'm sorry that my constant musings about the laws of motion, my constant looking at things, and my constant hope that I could one day pan for gold in the West of America would tear the two of you apart. Trouble is, Isaac, you're too intelligent. Right now, in this time period, you should be trying to cure people with frog spawn and listening to the wind. You don't listen to wind enough, lad. You never do. I stick my head out the window. But do you listen? No, I cry. I cry because this family's in turmoil. Sticking my head out the window is the only peace I can get. Well, it's not very peaceful for me, lad. I walk under that window. I'm getting hit by your tears all the time. Drip, drip, drip. Bringing me down, like we said, down. Wait a minute. Tears falling downwards from above. I wonder why that happens. Oh, don't, don't, Isaac, don't, please. Don't do it, Just lad. Don't. Please, oh, Mum, Dad, again. please, I'm musing. I wonder... If the tears that fall down from up above fall downwards onto your head, is that the law of emotion or the law of motion? I've discovered gravity. Eureka! <laughs> that's, that's how Yorkshire people say, I did it. And congratulations on doing it. Now, Isaac, in 1687, you first published The Principle of Universal Gravitation. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. I mean, and what it states is that every body in the universe is attracted to every other body with a force that is directly proportional to the product of their masses and inversely proportional to the square of the distance between them. I mean, tell us about that. As you say in that first part, everybody is attracted to everybody. That, that happened for you, didn't it? Yes, uh, I fell in love. Hello, Isaac. Hello. I notice you have a body. Oh, I notice you've got a body too. Well, you know what they say about two bodies in any kind of space. Oh my God, I was just walking along here in the park and I just saw you and you're so enticing with your corporeal form. That's right. I made a physical matter just like you, Isaac. We're all blood and tissue and molecules and atoms and fibres. Can I say molecules and atoms? Have they been invented yet? I don't know. I'm just so in love. <laughs> oh, a sheep. Well, that's thrown something interesting into the mix. The sheep also has a body. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. I don't feel like I can take my love in that direction. I think I can I can take my love in that direction in a sort of platonic way, but in a romantic way, I think we have to keep it within the same species. Well, perhaps you should publish that as a paper. I will. It'll be called The First Law of Emotion. Keep your species to yourself. Ma, I'm actually a cupid sheep. I don't want your love. I just want to make sure you fall in love with each other. That's why I'm here on this grassy knoll today. Oh my god, he's got a willy bow and arrow. Correct. Are you ready for a, a love shot? Oh yes, I'm hot, single and ready to mingle. Okay, I'm going to take these hooves and try my best. Uh, the sheep don't have opposable thumbs. I don't know how he's going to... Oh, 
It hit me right in my soul. Yay for practicing. Isaac, you've got such a big soul. You get hit in the soul so often. Oh, you know how to turn me on. <laughs> You're saying all the romantic things. What was your name, by the way? My name was Eliza. But I'm going to change it to Isaac. Isaac Newton. That's the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for me. I'm going away now to do a sheep poo. Well, who knew that romance would be in the air just like that? But L- love was in the air in a field in Yorkshire. And how lovely was that? Now, Isaac. Oh, sorry, I didn't know if that was a rhetorical question. Do you want me to how, answer? No, I would. Like, how lovely was that? Very. Great. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. I'm great at conversation, me. You know what, Isaac? There's something that I've always wondered about, about you. you. You have an affinity with the humble apple. Uh, in fact, that apple tree that, uh, the, 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 where the apple fell, um, that, that, there's cuttings of that that have gone uh, and travelled all around the place to York, to Cambridge, even to the International Space Station. But is apples the only way forward? Are there other fruit that will bring other uh, physics um, explorations? Physics explorations? That's probably not the right word, but I'm going with it. Uh, you want to know if there's other fruit that will lead us into new realms of physics. Yes, yes, I think there are. We know the apple is what helped me discover gravity. Have you ever seen a humble pear? I have. A pair of what? A pair of pears. You see, that's a law of physics. There can be more than one object. The law of reduplication. Have you ever seen the humble banana? I have, yes. A banana of what? A banana of one. A banana of one. But surely things are are better in two, are they not? You see? And that's a fifth law of attraction. Because like a banana, people can be appealing. Well, that's all all very well, but... I've got more. Tell me more. (laughs) Have you you ever seen an orange? The humble orange? I have seen an orange, yes. Uh, But what, 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 what kind of orange? Um, a, 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 an orange orange. No, but there's more kind. Wait, hang on. Oranges can be orange. That's a law of physics. Where words come from? Was it the orange first or the word first? Why is it called an orange? That's called a paradox. I've got one more. Please tell us. Uh, have you ever seen the humble pineapple? The humble pineapple? Uh, yes, I have. Hmm. Well, that relates to the n- laws of thermonuclear physics. Well, who knew Isaac Newton? Oh, you don't want an explanation? Then I shall not give one. Just be assured that there is a relation there, and I could delve deep into the red-hot specifics about it, but I'm assured that you know, so there's no point doing so. No, please, please tell us. No, we're running out of time. (laughs) So, Newton, you were born extremely prematurely, and your family thought that you wouldn't survive. Um, However, you actually lived until you were 85. What's your secret of, uh, of living that long? Olive oil. <laughs> Please go on. Extra virgin olive oil. I bathed in it every single day. Every single day? It cost me a small fortune. But do you know how I paid for it? Well, I think we might be about to find out. Well, lad, you're putting us out of house and home with your expensive olive oil baths. How are you going to pay for it? Look, 
The reason why I've got this olive oil in the bath is so I can live to the ripe old age of 85. And I'm 84 now, so my parents for this time, you two, are impossibly old. All because I've also been making you bathe in the olive oil. It's staggering, son. I know we doubted you and we were mean to you when you were young, which was quite kind of weird. But um, thanks for making us live to... Um, hold on one sec. 104 each. Well, 104 each. Separately, not together. Although I would say, son, it's not the best time in history to be alive for this long. And perhaps, could you, would you mind just letting us die? <laughs> but I want to live forever. And you can, son. Absolutely. And we want you to. Mm. I want you to live forever and ever and ever. And after that, ever and ever and ever. In that case, you may wonder why I brought you to this gold mine. It was to show you how I pay for the olive oil. But in that case, the two of you, please step inside these human-side budget cages. Okay, son. I'm going to send you down the mine to see if there's any gas. And if there is, you'll die like a budget. Oh, okay, Isaac. It's a sort of strange thank you, but thank you so much. Is this because I put our cat in a box? <laughs> yes, it is. Now, remember... Remember my bonus law of motion. As you go down, don't look. Just don't look. Okay. It'll be far more painful that way. Love you. Are you ready, Mama Schrodinger? Uh, ready, absolutely ready. And uh, just like to say... Oh, hang on, hang on. It's a bit bit funny down here, isn't it? Yeah, I just like, I just want you to... Write, son, write down my last... Write down my last... Oh, no. There's right. so much gas due to all the fracking going on. I feel like I've done the right thing. I feel like I did the right thing, but it makes family barbecues very awkward. Oh, yeah, I mean, I can imagine. And I imagine also one of the reasons that you uh, sent uh, your, your father and indeed your mother down the mine was that your mother wanted you to become a farmer. That's right. But instead, in a different way, I became outstanding in my field. Very true, Newton. Do you get it? Very true. I do get it, Like yeah. a farmer. Like a farmer. Well, yeah. I love words, me. I know. Well done. Can I tell you my favourite words? Tell us your favourite words. Uh, how many do you want? Um, uh, eight. Oh, boy. Uh, ball. Fiberglass. That's one word, but it sounds like two. Uh, bottle. Bechamel. That's four. Nearly there. Uh, combine. Harvester, those are two separate words, but you combine them together or combine them together, you get a noun phrase. That's the actual linguistic term. Two more words, uh, concubine and physics. Well, I would have been very sad if physics hadn't been one of those words. Eee. Absolutely. But, but physics wasn't your only subject, was it? I mean, in, between 1689 and 1690, you were an MP. That's right. I was a member of Parliament. Yeah. And you only ever spoke one sentence in Parliament. Do you, do you know what that was? Oh, yes. <laughs> order. Order. Will the right honourable member for Grantham have anything to say on this? 
Everybody's got a body. Okay. <laughs> um, what was the aftermath of that sentence? I was just trying to start some love in the room. <laughs> but what actually happened, Well, Isaac? Well, uh, of course, you know how many members of Parliament there were back then? 212. So I filled uh, an entire swimming pool uh, full of 212 people's worth of extra virgin olive oil in the hopes we could all get in and smear it over ourselves. Did it work? Long story short, I was in a pool of olive oil by my own. By my own, by myself. Sorry, I love words, I'm just not good at them. That must have been extremely expensive. Where did you get the money from? Hello, I'm just a humble money printer by the side of the road. Can I have some money, please? Oh, you have to buy it, my child. <laughs> That's the way it goes. I'm sure you're thinking it's a catch-22. I am, yes. Do tell me a story and I might give you some money. How much monies do you want? One money or two money? I'd like four monies. Here's my story. When I was a young boy, I looked up at the sky. I love it. Here's your money. Thank you very much. Nobody talks to me. And that is how you got your money. That is how I got my money, yes. Well, that is amazing. You didn't just make friends on the side of the road, did you? You also made enemies. Yes, I made little papier-mâché enemies. And one of those little papier-mâché enemies was a German mathematician and philosopher whose name was Gottfried Leibniz. Bastard. Yeah. What did he do? Oh, I've made this little papier-mâché model of Gottfried. I hate him so much. Oh, hello, Isaac. Oh, no, he's in my bedroom. Your mother let me in. Damn you, Moira. Sorry. <laughs> That's no way to speak of your mother. Sir, you've come here to challenge me to a physics duel, is it? That's right. right. A physics duel. Right. All duels are physics duels, though you know that, don't you? Oh, God, you've almost out-physics me before That's we've begun. <laughs> right, let us begin. Yes, let us. I will start. You go ahead. <clears throat> Atom. Duel. Atom, atom. Oh, okay. Uh, force. Mm, okay. Mm, vector. Uh, parabola. Mm-hmm. Black hole. Uh, oh, stellar birth. Mm, uh, neutron star. Blutron star. You're bitting me again, Isaac. <laughs> e. Hope you don't mind, darling, but I sketched the whole thing. I want to keep it, I want to have a commemorative image of it. And there's no other way other than blinking and remembering, so I sketched it. It's amazing how we know what a neutron star is, but we don't have photographs. <laughs> a what? As we know, the ultimate celebration of someone's life is musical theatre. Mr Newton, it must have been incredibly flattering to have your life turned into a musical. Oh, it was. What about Newton the musical? did you enjoy? Uh, I enjoyed the banging hip-hop number that started it. Oh, yeah, the banging hip-hop number with, uh, with all the uh, physics references combined with fruit. Yes, there were a lot of specifics in the hip-hop number about fruit and physics references. Thank you. <laughs> Brilliant. And now, um, what about the, uh, the, the, the sort of heartfelt ballad? Oh, that were emotional as well. It has everything, this musical. It's got rhymes, it's got emotion. Those are the two things it's got. Brilliant. Well, maybe we're going to get to see some of that now. 
Hi Isaac, welcome to the tavern. We hear you're a bit of a big cheese around these parts. I'm a big cheese. Would you like a pale ale? Yes, please. Okay, I've had a second option, but don't worry about it. You know you know your own mind, don't you? Out of curiosity, <laughs> yeah, out of curiosity, what would the second option going to be? A dark ale. No, I have a pale ale. ale. Yo, 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 yeah, that's right. It gives me confusion to realize I stand here, Isaac Newton. Let me grab the microphone and mother flipping twist this. Yeah, that's right. I'm a master of physics. I know about things. And yes, it's the truth. Cause I can rhyme with physics and also with fruit. Yeah, that is right. Cause I got that rap flow. These rhymes are even juicier than a mango. tell you this it's a fine the first physics word i know is a line but if you take two more and with that you tangle you bring it round and you create a triangle yeah that's right let me declare if you add a fourth line well that's a square check out the way i've been doing this shit i've been ripping the rhythms properly realize that's not physics <laughs> that's geometry <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's right. You know I'm a thug, so I've told you about physics right here in the pub. So I'll take my drink and let me regale. That's right, I have the ale, which is pale. So I'll have the alcohol and drink it. Yes, you know that that drink is just so fresh. This relates to physics. We can go to town, cause like gravity, you know tonight it's going down. to your mother, your mother, because I made my mother leave. I mean, that was absolutely a, a crowd pleaser, wasn't it? Um, but there was there was one other uh, really amazing song that that you absolutely that they I mean they absolutely uh, nailed. Wasn't the emotional it? ballad. The emotional ballad, actually, which just sort of brought in all the uh, all your f- family and uh, uh, how you felt about your parents as you dropped them into a mine, uh, and uh, and how old they got to, and just all the all the age. Mm, and it took place this scene from this musical of my life. At the wedding between me and my wife, Isaac and Newton. Ah. Dearly beloved. Hello. Welcome. 
do this church made of stones. Our Lord Jesus Christ is in our fingertips. Yes, everyone. Quick, quick question. Yes? You, do you know why this church is made of stone? Do you know why the church is made of stone? Because you looked at it. Ah. You and I, Isaac. Men of different kinds of thinking. I like the big guy in the clouds with a tash. And you like Skyants. I like what? Skyants. Skyants? Skyants. Oh, wait, you don't say the C, do you? Sorry. Oh, uh, science. Science. Yes, science. Yes, we are two very different people. Yes. Anyway, welcome to your wedding. <laughs> That's how these things go, isn't it? Oh, I said tit. Oh, my goodness. I'm so emotional. Here I go, walking down the aisle. Here I go, walking single file. It's a narrow aisle to see my love, the love of my life. I'm gonna marry him and become his only wife. Here we go. She'll be my wife But only if she can get down that aisle I have but to I'm diet for a week Cause it's a, it's a narrow, narrow aisle. aisle Whoever put the pews in this church together was a fool They're together like a pair of bananas Together like bananas They're together like a pair of bananas Together forever they'll be Oh Isaac Oh Isaac I want to say Oh say it That there are so many things I want to tell you here today Well say them Well marrying you Would be just fine So like what I put my parents down in I want to make you mine Together, we're together, like a pair of bananas. They died in the night. Together forever. They're together, we're together, like a pair of clinging on for dear life. We're together. I'll love you forever And like Saturn I will put a ring on you The incredible cast of Newton the Musical 
This has been the life of Isaac Newton, as brought to life by Rhiannon Vivian, Keisha, Will Name, with Joe Samuel on keys. I'm Jenny Rowe, and this has been Dead British! Dead British, the improvised history show on Union Jack Radio. Dead British on Union Jack Radio has been supported by the Audio Content Fund.